Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into an all-new edition of Rocket Fuel, the New York Jets podcast. My name is Alfred Parsar Jr., and here on this podcast, we go into any and everything New York Jets. But before we hone in on what's going on with the New York Jets for this week, uh, we got to talk about something that's bigger than a division rival, bigger than a, a football team, uh, bigger than the sport of football itself. Uh, I just want to talk about DeMar Hamlin really quickly. DeMar Hamlin, in case you don't know, is the Buffalo Bills safety who went into cardiac arrest live on the field of Monday Night Football uh, this past Monday when the Buffalo Bills played the Cincinnati Bengals. It was a huge game with major playoff implications uh, for both teams. Now, both teams have already clinched a playoff berth. It was just a matter of seeding um, for both those teams and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I... I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw the play. I was watching that game live as it happened. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, assisted on a tackle of T. Higgins, uh, made the tackle, uh, got up, and then a couple seconds later, he he went down, received CPR, and was shocked with an AED on the field in front of his teammates in in a stadium full of people. And say what you will, but kudos to the NFL for not allowing that game to resume, canceling it, saying that the stats that were accumulated in in that first quarter because they didn't play past five minutes into the first quarter. Um, They they, they don't count. Um, Kudos to the NFL. Classy move. We've seen instances in sports where guys get seriously injured, like uh, Eric Legrand in Rutgers University, where the guy gets seriously injured, a life-altering injury, and they just wheel him out and and continue the game. Or in the case of professional wrestling, uh, Owen Hart dies in the middle of a pay-per-view. And, you know, the, the the World Wrestling Federation at the time 
uh, continued the pay-per-view. So we, we've seen athletes uh, die and or, or be critically injured and, and the games go on or the event goes on. So kudos to the NFL for um, canceling the game. And for those of you out there who are saying, oh, why couldn't they make up the game? The NFL says they're not going to make this game up. And for those of you out there who feel that the game should be made up, shame on you. This is about DeMar Hamlin, who miraculously is awake now. He is alert. He's neurologically intact. Uh, he, he's he, Hopefully he'll be okay with, with no long-lasting conditions or side effects or after effects uh, of his cardiac arrest. Uh, it's it, it was a shocking thing to witness on live television, uh, to say the least. And uh, my prayers here on the Rocket Fuel podcast uh, are out with DeMar Hamlin. It's not even about if he'll ever play football again. Who cares about that? This this is about a human life. Uh, the young man's only 24 years old, and he, he's an incredible human being. If you know DeMar Hamlin's backstory, uh, he's organized a toy drive, a Christmas toy drive for the kids in Buffalo. Uh, each of the last two years since he's been drafted, he's just an uh, uh, honorable young man. And, and I hope that he'll be okay. And again, for I, I've heard people and seen comments on Twitter, the internet, saying that, oh, you know, uh, the NFL, you know, playoff implications, uh, uh, my team could get the number one seed. Why don't I, this game is critical. Now, this this is, you think those players want, wanted to play on that field or, or even want to revisit uh, uh, that scenario? knowing that their their teammate, their comrade, their brother, or in the case of the Bengals, their opponent, could have possibly died if first responders didn't get to that young man in time. So, uh, classy move by the NFL, just forget the game, uh, no contest. Uh, each of those two teams played one less game. Both of them are already in the playoffs already, whatever. You know, it, it again, this is more than about the game of football, this is about a human life. Uh, we later found out that what happened to DeMar Hamlin, the reason why he went into cardiac arrest was because he suffered an injury known as Commodio Cortis, which is very rare. There's only 30 cases worldwide uh, per year reported. And uh, Commodio Cortis is a condition in which an abnormal heart rhythm and cardiac arrest happen immediately upon an object, usually something like a baseball or a hockey puck, striking the chest directly over the heart at a very critical time during a heartbeat. So very rare injury that he suffered. But um, he's going to be okay, I hope. Uh, again, he is awake. He was on a FaceTime call with his teammates. So, you know, um, but that that injury, that, that's literally like a freak injury because, again, only 30 reported cases. And in order to have that injury, you have to take, you have to take a blow uh, right at the right time. I mean, there's no right time, but right at the right time of the heartbeat. So basically, his heart was knocked out of rhythm uh, to the to severely enough that it forced it to stop. But uh, again, Demar Hamlin, prayers with you. Hope you recover. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him back on the football field. But again, if not, again, the more important thing is the young man is alive. Moving on to New York Jets business. <sighs> Where, where, or where, or where do I start? Uh, earlier this week, offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur came out and said that Zach Wilson, the New York Jets quarterback who they drafted from BYU, uh, not in, this, in, the, in the last draft, but the previous draft, 
that that was their guy, you know, the guy who they 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 took over other quarterbacks such as Justin Field and Trey Lance. Mike LaFleur says that Zach Wilson could have benefited from sitting his rookie season and playing behind a mentor, watching a mentor, observing a mentor. Mike LaFleur says that they, they made a mistake in handling Wilson. He should have been benched uh, for for the first uh, the first season. And we've seen other quarterbacks in the NFL. Eli Manning, when he was on when he was drafted by the New York Giants, he didn't start right away. He sat and he watched uh, Kurt Warner for the first half of the season. Then we saw it with Carson Palmer in the Cincinnati Bengals. When he was drafted, he didn't even play his entire first year. He was forced to sit and watch John Kitna. And we and we saw the careers that Carson Palmer, Eli Manning have had. Great careers. Eli Manning, two two time Super Bowl winner. But now you guys realize that this is what you should have done. And I don't understand because it, well, I do say yes. You do see rookie quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars was the starter from day one, no question. But he was a number one overall pick. But typically, it's commonplace for the rookie to sit behind a veteran the first year or half a year. Aaron Rodgers, phenomenal Hall of Fame career he's had with the Green Bay Packers. He's going to go in the Hall unquestionably uh, when, when it's all said and done. But Aaron Rodgers didn't play right away. He sat and he he sat down. And he took notes from Brett Favre. Brett Favre's a, a good guy to, to take notes from in his career. He was a Super Bowl winning quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I mean, and I could go on and on and on. Patrick Mahomes, his first year in the league, he sat and watched Alex Smith in the Kansas City Chiefs. But for some reason, they thought it was great. The Jets and Lafleur. They thought it was great to, and Coach Sala because he 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 he's the one who who tells who to go out to go out there, so he he's not he's not innocent in this either. But they have Zach Wilson and they draft him from BYU. Now the first problem with BYU, if you notice Zach Wilson, if you watch his college stuff, he was untested. BYU, Brigham Young University. Now, no, no, no knock to the program whatsoever. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say what I'm about to say. But BYU is not the greatest football program at all. I mean, first off, if you look at the, if you look at the, the BYU football program, they're not even in a the conference. They're in, the, they're in the independent conference. So that's, so that's one. And then the level of competition. You ever watch a BYU football game? They always they always win. They never lose. And then on top of that, when they do win, they win by scores of 72 to 3, 65 to 9. Go ahead, go go ahead one day on ESPN two on a Friday night and go watch go watch a BYU football game next season when college football kicks back in action. So Zach Wilson was the big fish in a little pond. And what did they decide to do? They drafted the big fish in the little pond. 
Instead, they could have took Trey Lance. They could have took Justin Fields. They could have got aggressive and probably sold the farm to the Jaguars and traded up to get Trevor Lawrence, but no. And, and, and Jets front office, that's our guy. That's their guy. So they decide it's a good idea to start Zach Wilson from day one. Now, mind you, the last time the Jets had a rookie quarterback, they started him from day one, too. His name was Sam Darnold, remember? And Sam Darnold didn't fare too well. That's why they shipped him off to Carolina and drafted Zach Wilson. You would have thought that they would have learned their lesson from the previous quarterback. Now, I get it. Sam Darnold came from the previous regime. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's a Mike McCagnin draft pick. He's not a He's not a, a, a Joe Douglas draft pick. All right, whatever. And for and for what it's worth, Joe Douglas did a phenomenal phenomenal job in this year's draft with uh, Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner, and Garrett Wilson. Can't take anything away from him for that. But the problem with Mike Lafleur, the biggest thing that gets me mad, is the fact that he said that Zach Wilson could have benefited from watching a veteran quarterback. Well, dummies, yeah. Shout out to. Our good friend Barry Grant, all even podcast. But you had a veteran on the roster for the last three seasons. We've had Joe Flacco since 2020. Not to mention Joe Flacco's not just any schmuck veteran, or he's not a journeyman. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. What better quarterback to learn from than a quarterback that's won the Super Bowl? And how do you realize this so late? That's like a slap in the face to us Jets fans. Now, granted, is Joe Flacco in, in 2022 the same Joe Flacco in 2012? Absolutely not. But we saw through the first three weeks of the season, he was the NFL's leading passer in yards. I would have stuck with him. Granted, the Jets were winning when, when when Zach Wilson first came this season. However, people tend to forget the offensive line was much healthier. And we had Brees Hall. And it seemed like our offense just couldn't operate once Brees Hall went down. The young man will be back next season from the torn ACL. But I... I it's just, it's just frustrating to me that Michael Floyd would come out and say that because that should have been common sense from the minute you drafted the kid. And you had Flacco on the roster the whole time. That's what frustrates me. They had Joe Flacco on the roster the whole time. You had your veteran that this kid could have learned from. Now, are they the same type of quarterback? No. Zach Wilson can use his legs. Joe Flacco's a statue. But he's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, as far as Mike LaFleur, some people are saying, well, oh, let's get rid of LaFleur. Oh, I, I hate his play calling. Oh, his play calling sucked. Here's my thing. Now the Jets have come out and said that they're gonna move on. They're gonna be looking to move on from Zach Wilson after this season. So Zach Wilson will probably be the backup going forward, or they might trade him. Who knows? If you ask me, in April they should draft a quarterback, but that's just me. Acquire a veteran free agency and and draft a quarterback. But saying you let's say you keep Zach Wilson as a backup, whatever. I think Mike LaFleur should be given one more chance. Why? Because we've only seen what Mike LaFleur can do with one set of quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, Chris Trevler, uh, Joe Flacco, and Mike White. Now, granted, we all thought Mike White was the answer. Apparently not, because he can't stay healthy. The guys had uh, minced meat for rib cartilage in the last few weeks. And even against Seattle, couldn't move the ball when we all thought he was the savior. That's number one. Uh, Number two... Uh, again, Zach Wilson, they, he was rushed out there. They, they pushed him to the moon uh, in, in, in a case of too fast, too soon. And, yeah, I, I would like to see what Mike LaFleur can do with a quarterback that can actually throw the ball past three yards. I want to see what Mike LaFleur can do play calling with a with a competent quarterback. Now, if he gets – now, the rumors are, you know, David Carr is on the outs in Las Vegas and – you know, uh, all these other veterans that might be available come free agency. If we could get one of those veterans come free agency, I would like to acquire one of them and see what Mike LaFleur can do. It's not like Mike LaFleur is a complete meathead like Adam Gase or, or, or Nimrod or Nincompoop or anything that you want to call the man. And I also, but, 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 but here's the thing. If you want LaFleur out of here, then you got to get rid of Salah too, because although LaFleur draws up those offensive coordinators, who uh, offensive plays, who's the one who actually says, okay, this is what we're going to put in motion. I say you give him a leash, give him one more year, see what he could do with a more experienced quarterback. But also, again, this Jets front office is, is to blame because Zach Wilson was hurt to start the season. Once he got healthy, they they put him back out there as the starter. There were many times, and before they made Mike White the starter, here's my other thing, before they made Mike White the starter, they had many opportunities to see Zach Wilson mess up. And even though they saw this kid play like trash, complete trash, in winnable games, mind you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They, 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 they didn't pull them. So the Jets front office is equally as to blame. I, I'm pretty sure they told Coach Salah, no, 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 we, we don't want to play Mike White. You got to play Zach Wilson. 
So they're, they're, they're to blame, too. The Jets had a – you go back eight weeks. Let's rewind time. Eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks. There was a point in time the Jets were four games over 500. People were talking playoffs. We're eliminated now. We lost a lot of winnable games. That game a few weeks ago in New, against New England, in New England, where, that we lost on a punt return, that, 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 that winnable game, our fault. Against Detroit Lions, winnable game. Defense couldn't hold up, our fault. Now, even though the defense has been the saving grace all season, you can't depend on them solely alone all year. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars, offense was flat, our fault. Offense started to move when Chris Trevler got in, but by the time he started playing, it was too late. Maybe Zach, Wil Zach Wilson, to me, is not an NFL quarterback. You want to make him an equipment manager, a water boy, a cheerleader even? Okay, that's fine by me. But he shouldn't be playing quarterback for anybody's NFL team. No sir, Bob. But like I said, I'm not going to crucify LaFleur just yet. I actually want to see what, what Coach LaFleur can do with another quarterback. Because maybe it's just a Zach Wilson problem. And you know, Wilson, instead of chasing around his girlfriend and their mothers, should have maybe paid attention a little bit more in the film room. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm not there. I mean, I'm at MetLife Stadium, but only during the game time. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in practices and behind closed doors. But the Jets have one more game. Uh, like I said, the Jets are already out of contention. Uh, they were eliminated with the loss to the Seahawks uh, this 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 past week. Final week of the season, they played the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, with a win and a New England Patriots loss, will clinch a playoff spot in the wild card. So the Jets, the only thing they have to play for is spoiler, which, if you ask me, I'm not 100% certain that playing spoiler is something that I'd necessarily be interested in if I was on the team, but, you know, um, that that's, that's, that's to be determined. But... Uh, again, the the Dolphins have everything to 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 gain and everything to lose in this uh, in this matchup. Uh, two attack of Iloa concussion issues. He's not even available. Teddy Bridgewater finger injury. Uh, he's going to be a backup. And the Miami Dolphins have signed uh, a quarterback off of their uh, practice squad to start in this game. Uh, that would be Skylar Thompson. And things are so bad with the Dolphins quarterback situation that they've activated Mike Glennon, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneers backup quarterback. So that tells you how bad their quarterback situation is. Um, the Jets should win this game if the defense decides to care enough to, you know, want to, if they want to play hard on Sunday. Again, whether the Jets win or lose, we're not in the playoffs. So, I mean, I know that's the wrong attitude to have, but it is what it is. Um, if the Jets are invested, then I could understand, or I could see rather them, uh, uh, eking out a win. Uh, Joe Flacco will be the starter. Zach Wilson, uh, will be the backup. It is confirmed. And, uh, Mike White, uh, injured with rib cartilage injury. 
so he won't be playing. But uh, I do predict that the Jets can finish the season on a high note, get a win over the Dolphins. Um, that is the last game of the season. Uh, but switching gears now, looking ahead, uh, I do have here uh, a list of college football prospects that will be available in this upcoming NFL draft in April that the Jets might want to take a stab at based on deficiencies from this season. So, uh, if you'll allow me to indulge you, the following, I believe, the Jets should take a stab at. Uh, first being offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State University. Uh, Johnson Jr. is a left tackle who is widely viewed as one of uh, the draft's best offensive tackle prospects. Uh, he's six foot six, three hundred ten pounds. Uh, he he's also an effortless mover with rapid fire uh, movements out of his uh, three point stance and uh, into his kick slide. Uh, on top of his athleticism, uh, he always seems to be aware of his assignment and more importantly, the defense's plan of attack, uh, making stunts and twists virtually worthless against him. Uh, he's a strong run blocker and a sound pass blocker. Johnson Jr., also an extremely well-rounded tackle, who should, I believe, should hear his name called in the first round. Uh, the impressive thing about Johnson Jr., uh, he only has a single year of starting experience at offensive tackle after spending the previous two seasons playing right guard. Uh, the Jets do have some uh, valued, versatile linemen. Um, however, they do have a glaring need for offensive line help. Uh, if he's available in that first round, the Jets should snag him up. If the Jets can't get to him, uh, they should take uh, Olusiga Oluwatimi, the center from Michigan, who, uh, despite playing for a highly ranked uh, Michigan program, uh, he hasn't seen uh, much spotlight in the NFL draft community. Uh, upon my research, he's not even on most people's first round big board, which is sad. Uh, Oluwatimi uh, is built like a brick wall. A six foot three, three hundred seven pound senior, he swept the college awards in 2022. He won the Remington Award, which was given out to the nation's top center, and he won the Outland Trophy, given to the nation's top interior lineman. And he was voted as a unanimous first team All American. Uh, Olawa Timmy is powerful and does a more than serviceable job on the move. He's able to get out of his stance quickly and takes a direct path to his target. And when he does get to that target, that target is no longer a factor in the play. Unlike Johnson Jr., who we just described, Olawa Timmy is plenty experienced. He's played for three years and 32 straight starts at the University of Virginia before he transferred to Michigan for the 2022 season. The Jets' current starting center is Connor McGovern, who is set to be a free agent after this season. And if he is to sign elsewhere, then the Jets will be in the market for a new center. Also, another offensive tackle that Jets could take a stab on, uh, Broderick Jones from the University of Georgia. Uh, Jones uh, would fit in perfectly with so much uncertainty surrounding the Jets' future plans at offensive tackle. Uh, if Again, if J Johnson Jr. and Olawa Timmy come off the board too soon, or because, you know, the Jets have a history of, uh, of reaching, a la Zach Wilson, if, uh, if they skip over Olawa Timmy, then... Uh, I do believe that Broderick Jones is a, is another uh, great pick um, 
in this draft for an offensive tackle or offensive lineman. Uh, he is a former five-star recruit. Uh, Jones started his first full season for the Bulldogs this year and lived up to the height. He's a six foot four, three hundred ten pound uh, offensive tackle. Uh, he has a thick, compact frame that allows him to stonewall pass rushers who try to run through him. His best trait is his explosiveness, which makes him a prime candidate for the Jets with their wide rushing attack. Now, switching gears, uh, the Jets, now, it's no secret that the wide receiver core needs some help. While Garrett Wilson has been tremendous and Elijah Moore has had uh, spurts of, of greatness, he's not consistent. Uh, Denzel Mims and Corey da uh, Denzel Mims has been a, a letdown this season. Corey Davis has often been injured. And Braxton Berrios, while he stars on special teams, leaves a lot to be desired in wide receiver play. So, I think the Jets should target Quinton Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, Texas Christian University. Uh, Quinton Johnson, he's not a common name associated with the Jets in the early landscape of the draft, but the connection makes more sense than you think since uh, Corey Davis is a possible cap casualty at the end of the year. His three-year contract has a potential out for the Jets after 2022 because the Jets do hold a team option. Uh, if the if the Jets do decide not to pick up on the team option on Davis, they save $10.5 million. Uh, right now, they're only projected to have $15.9 million in cap space, so they probably will part ways with the often injured Corey Davis following this season. Uh, and if they do let him go, Quinton Johnson is a good candidate. Johnson likes to run all of the quote-unquote big boy routes, which is a favorite uh, term that Coach Sala likes to use. Uh, Davis, uh, if you watch film on him, he likes to run a lot of slants, comebacks, and digs. Uh, without, da uh, without, uh, David, well, that's Corey Davis. I'm, I'm sorry. And, uh, Quentin Johnson likes to run those routes. Uh, without Corey Davis in the lineup, the only other receiver capable of running those routes is Denzel Mims. But again, Mims underperforming, underwhelming all year. Quentin Johnson is much more, uh, than capable of running those type of routes. Johnson, who... Uh, is six foot four, two hundred fifteen pounds, uh, big body pass catcher who excels at attacking the football in the air. Uh, this season he caught fifty three passes for nine hundred three yards and five touchdowns. His season is not over because he is playing in the national championship game, which is this Monday. Uh, so that that's a good uh, that that's a good chance to 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 watch Quinton Johnson as TCU takes on Georgia uh, this Monday. But Quinton Johnson will be looking to make a name for himself and showcase in that game. So he's somebody to keep an eye on, all you Jets fans out there. Uh, Quinton, John Quinton Johnson, again, uh, he would make, I think he would make a great pairing with Garrett Wilson, a great one-two punch. And again, he likes to run those big boy routes. He is a deep threat as well. On the defensive side, Tommy Eichenberg, the linebacker from Ohio State, uh, two of the Jets' uh, biggest linebackers, Quincy Williams and Quan Alexander, set to be free agents after this season. If for whatever reason one of them needs to be replaced because one of them left, enter the six foot two, two hundred thirty nine pound Eichenberg, who is a strong linebacker. He's a rangy athlete and he can fly to the ball all over the field. He's shown a high football IQ, extremely smart, and he plays quickly after the snap. Uh, he's he's a senior who has notched 112 tackles, 12 of them for a loss, two and a half sacks, three pass deflections, 
and even had a pick six this season in 12 games for Ohio State. He has quick feet, and again, he has a sharp football mind. Uh, he's able to think on his feet, which is a really, really uh, a great attribute to have. And uh, again, the 2023 NFL draft may feel like it's a long ways away, but we're only three months till April. So those are the prospects that I think uh, the Jets should focus on. As far as quarterback, uh, I think they should take a look at uh, Hank Bachmeyer from Boise State University. Uh, Bachmeyer, it was a five-year starter at uh, Boise State. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer, um, he because if you look at the the Jets' prototype quarterback that they that they like between Darnold and Wilson. They like a guy who can also move on his feet. Bachmeyer has a strong arm, but could also move on his feet as well. So that is a name to uh, to keep track of. But uh, yeah, so only thing to look forward to the Jets again playing the Miami Dolphins tomorrow. I believe the Jets could pull off a, a 24 to 14 win. Uh, Skylar Thompson, no, no, no idea what he'll be capable of. There's not much film available on him at the NFL level. Um, but again, it's just a matter of because again, the Jets, whether they win or lose, they're going home after tomorrow. So, just a matter of the boys want to pull one out and be motivated and, and play spoiler. Again, the Dolphins do clinch a playoff spot if they beat the Jets tomorrow and the Patriots lose, but. Anything can happen. It's a coin toss. It's a toss-up. Ah, uh, I'll be seeing all of you following that game. Uh, I'll be here with a reaction episode. Uh, now we're going to cover some NFL playoffs, too, uh, after all the chips fall into place. So uh, stay tuned for that. So we'll be covering some non-Jets-related stuff the next couple of weeks, but I'm looking forward to it. And, of course, we're going to have NFL draft coverage. So uh, definitely stay tuned to Rocket Fuel. You can catch Rocket Fuel on Instagram and Twitter at RocketFuel underscore NYJ. Of course, Rocket Fuel is a proud member of the Grid Network. The Grid Network, of course, uh, a great network of uh, sports platforms, podcasts. Shout-outs to the All Even Podcast, Barry Gray Jr. Shout-out to Carving It Up Podcast with uh, Bryson Carver. Uh, NFL Sunday Picks with my guy Ryan Flowers, uh, the Cowboys Can Fam, and of course the Chaotic Podcast with my guy Patrick. Love you all, uh, and we'll be back uh, next week. This has been Rocket Fuel. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.